What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's edition of the In The Round podcast. This week, we are doing something different. We're doing a little introduction beforehand, huh, Tyler? Yeah, man. So uh, today on the episode, we have a great songwriter from West Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. A great buddy of ours, a dude that we hang out with pretty frequently, and a guy that we're very happy to have on the show. It's our buddy, Mr. Jody Chapel, and we're going to start this thing off by a sneak peek at one of his new songs. This one's called Damn. Rolling 85, 55 southbound, chasing the moon. I got off work a little late, can't wait to get to you, no. I know you got your hair how I like, and that new dress, you know I like it so much, you know. Girl, I can't get enough of your hotty tight, gosh almighty, damn. You look at me every time I see what makes my world go around. Hottest thing in the SEC's got me coming on the way. Hotty toddy, gosh almighty, damn. the round podcast you got matt and tyler and tyler we're in the brand new studio as the echo probably indicates we're in the process of setting the room up literally moved in here on wednesday yeah and we're recording this the following monday and tyler we got a good buddy of ours with us today a guy that can freaking sing a guy that can freaking write a guy that's a damn good hang and proud to call him a really good friend we got mr jody chapel with us jody how the hell you doing brother I thought that was a dog. <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Yeah, we have got a pod dog with us, everybody. We have got Mr. Cooper Tate. Uh, one of our favorite dogs is he opens the door by himself. The dog's a super genius and uh, watches TV and everything. He's a cool friend. The dog, dog is my best friend. Yeah, we love that dog. And Jody, you seem you seem yeah. like dog. You got any dogs at home? I do not, man. I left my dog in Memphis. Um, just not, I don't have time. I'm never home. So... Yeah. So you talk about Memphis. You are a West Tennessee guy. Yes, I am. I was uh, I was born in Northwest Tennessee, uh, Union City area. That's where my roots are. Uh, I moved to Memphis with my parents for like jobs because we were in this little bitty town, man. Yeah. There was nothing there. So uh, my dad actually lived in Memphis for a year before me and my mom moved. So <clears throat> when we moved, I went to a Memphis City school like the most insane culture shock like it's it's still i think it scarred me to this day like walking into a memphis city school from like my class had like 20 people in it and then i come to memphis city and there's like a thousand kids that i'm going to school with wow yeah it was insane and then i went to bartlett and little suburbs but I just I stuck to I stuck to my roots though for sure. So what's the story of you getting to Nashville, Tennessee, Memphis to Nashville? You go oh, from one man. music city and one barbecue city to another. Well, I, I grew up playing sports. Um, like I, I feel like a lot of us grew up playing sports, yeah. you know. But like I got I was very competitive. I got it from my dad, and I got injured, and I just decided not to play anymore. So I found an outlet elsewhere and I had a buddy teach me how to play uh what song was it? It was uh Love Your Love the Most by Eric Church. Taught me how to play that on his guitar, 
I had a drum set that I never played, sold it on Craigslist that day, turned around and bought a guitar, still have the guitar to this day. And what kind of guitar was it? You remember? It was a seventy-nine dollar Silvertone, man. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's like that early stage. I bet it has here. like two hundred stickers on it. Oh, it, dude! Yeah, that, that's. A I good almost one. brought it. I almost brought the it. Silvertone. Yeah. Is that the one that was the Sears guitar, like back in the day? At one point, yeah. I don't even know who they're owned by anymore. Yeah, but it it it's still. It, honestly, I have an Epiphone that's like a six hundred dollar guitar, and it sounds better than the Epiphone. Really? Yeah. It's just certain. Sometimes you develop that kind of like connection almost with with the guitar, where no matter what, like because it was the um because it was the first or like just you have that connection with it. Oh yeah, this for is sure. Good- so I got the guitar. Um, I started learning how to play cover songs and I sucked man I was so bad but it's the only thing I could sit down and do for hours you know yeah like I'm I'm scatterbrained so I'm everywhere at one time but when I sit down with a guitar man it's like I'm in my own world and I'll look up and four or five hours have passed you know and from there I was like I want to learn I want to write a song I, I wrote a song I can I still know this song to this day what was man. it called uh forever tonight Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's. I think it's a pretty decent song for a first song, yeah. you know. And I still know it to this day, so I guess it, that says something. But I didn't really start taking it serious till I started seeing other people doing it, and then I started getting really competitive and getting chips on my shoulder. And I was like, the athlete, Dude, the athlete. Yeah, in you comes like out. I was yeah. like, you know what? I can do this better than you. So it's just I got like so competitive yeah. about it, man. So uh, what sports did you play? played baseball a majority and then I when I quit baseball um I picked up golf in high school just for the leisure to do something and I get I get so frustrated and golf is so like mental like I would just I'd get lost out there and I was oh yeah no dude and I I love I actually played golf in high school too like I did that growing up and wanting to want to do that but dude it is it is such a frustrating yeah and then as soon dude as soon as I figured Wrote that song, man. I was like, yo, this is this is what I want to do. And then I was working at Sportsman's Warehouse in South Haven, Mississippi. And I woke up one morning. I was a manager there. And I woke up, and I was like, I do not want to do this anymore. It was a Thursday. I walked in. I turned my two weeks in, and they were like, you know, you don't really have to come back. So I moved here that Saturday. Oh, wow. Did yeah. you know anybody here? Yes, I did. Thank God. Like I, I, for like two years, I spent back and forth. Okay. Luckily, um, I was blessed. I, ha- I have a buddy of mine who introduced me to a lot of people. Um, so when I, it, I can say I was blessed for the fact that when I moved here, I kind of I had a foundation of people that I could call and go, "Yo, what are you doing tonight?" Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, man, I don't know where to go and what to do. I spent. I mean, I would leave like Memphis at like eight a.m. and day trip it. You know, like I was obsessed with Nashville, but I could never, it was never the right time. And I would always ask people, how'd you do it? Like, and they were like, you just have to do it. Yeah. So those people and asking, what are you going to, what are you guys up to tonight? I'm sure there's been some nights for you out downtown. First first night that you were like, holy shit, like Nashville people party on another level. And it was a night that like you couldn't, you, you try to remember, but like, you oh, remember yeah. like bits and pieces, P- bits and pieces. What was that first night for you? Oh man. <laughs> man, I don't know. It's like, I can, I have bits and pieces of memories, man. You know how Nashville's like a bars, war. What bars were you going to? 
Oh, back in these days, it was like South. Okay. Like, you, like where, uh, what, it's the old line or something now there on Demumbrian in between Frisky Frogs and like, well, not Frisky Frogs now, it's Live Oak now. Yeah. yeah. Right so now, I still call change. it Frisky Frogs yeah. sometimes. I'm like, shit. But no, it was there like uh, Valentine had just opened, like Whiskey Row wasn't here, Luke Bryan's wasn't here, Florida well, was Georgia. Was still Groons though? No, it was a empty, it was vacant. Okay. It was a vacant building. And Crazy Town had just opened when I started coming here. And that was like, that's when Nashville started. It was the first rooftop, dude. And yeah. it was just like domino effect. Just There was rooftops everywhere. Oh, yeah. By the end of that, there was like 20 skyscrapers in the downtown that year. It was insane. Wow. So what year was that? Uh, Probably three and a half, maybe four years ago. So... 2015. Wow. Yeah, 16. Yeah, so the music scene in Nashville, that's when things were still in the midst of kind of crossing over and styles of country, like that new wave of country music was coming along yeah. at that point. Like, I just remembered my first memory. Oh, where, okay, are y'all ready for this? This is a story. Let's hear it. Okay, so I come in, my, I call my buddy. I was like, this is the first time I came into Nashville. So I, my buddy, he was like, you can come stay with me, like, there's this front porch fest in Franklin this weekend. So in Franklin, they have a front porch fest in this neighborhood. And it's like, I think it's like a, who it's a flex contest. Whoever has the best artists on their lawn type deal. But so we go to this thing and my buddy's playing this front lawn and it's all you can eat, all you can drink. I'm going hog wild, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm like slamming Corona's, you know, we're everybody's lit by like the end of the night. So we're all sitting there. Messing around with a guitar. And then earlier in the day, there were some girls there. Of course, naturally, you know, start hitting on them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we go to Ole Miss or something like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, awesome, awesome. Later that night, this dude grabs me on my shoulder. And he's like, were you hitting on my daughter? I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, she's 16. I'm like, what? Oh, so they knew what they were doing wearing the old Miss shit. Oh, yeah. They knew what 100%, they were doing. 100%. And I was like, yo, I wouldn't. And it, it was nothing like intense or anything. We were just talking to them, you know. And they're like, we go to Ole Miss. And I'm like, oh, I've been there a hundred times. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Well, this dude pulls a gun out, bro. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, shit. He pulls a gun out. And I'm, I was like, oh, I, dude, I took off running. Like, through this gate, like out front and I was telling my buddies like yo I'm staying out here like let's go let's go they finally get out of the house I'm like freaking out dude I'm like shaking at this point yeah you just had a gun so pulled on you and I'm with the band you know so it's like <laughs> me and then the, of course the dude my buddy stands up for me to this dude with a gun I'm like let's just let's just leave like let's get out of here this dude doesn't want us here he's shit face drunk wielding a gun around and Get out of there, dude. We're like four miles down the road and like three cops pull up behind us. I'm like, oh my God. Like, is this, this is really about to happen right now. And we're all been drinking, all been drinking. Aww. So we pull over in the parking lot and the cop was like, uh, you didn't use your turn signal back here. And, oh, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. So he, he let us go, man. We, then we went downtown and raged all night, but it was like, <laughs> I was that I woke up the next morning and I was like, nobody's gonna believe this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a movie, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Oh, dude. And then the next morning, um, I woke up to honestly, I didn't know I, I had no idea where I even was. Honestly, I was like <laughs> yeah. I, I just met 
this was the first time meeting the guy who invited me to come stay with him. Like, and now he's like one of my best friends. Who's, who's that guy? Taylor. Oh, shit. Yeah, Taylor Phillips, man. Oh, yeah, wow. That's yeah, my homie, dude. <laughs> he like, and we met up through, we both got screwed over by the same company, like an outdoor company. Like, yeah, we'll endorse you, yada, yada, yada. Like, supposed to send us all this stuff. And I messaged him, I was like, yo, did you ever get your stuff? And he's like, no. I'm like, he just started writing. Like, this is before he ever started writing, Hur- like, wrote Hurricane or anything yeah. like that. And he was like, man, just come stay in town with me and I'll, I'll show you around. After that weekend, dude, I was like, this is where I want to be. This is this <laughs> yeah. is right where I yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. right now, man. Yeah, no, dude, that's, that's awesome. Now, this what we talk about on here, we talk a lot about writing and all that stuff. For you, when, you, when you're sitting back listening to a song or when you're in a room with your buddies, what is good writing to you? Is it melodies? Is it lyrics? Good writing to me yeah. is everybody in the room being on the same page and feeling the same emotion. Okay. Whether the song is like, you know, a, a bop or it's like a sad, deep song. Like, as long as everybody in the room is on the same page and like, I'm feeling you feel this song, like, that's what's a good write to me. I come out of the riot feeling accomplished, no matter what, what happens with the song. Yeah. No, you're... <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, for you, what was that first experience like getting in a room? Uh, it took me a while to get in a room with and, and really have that moment. Um, when, I, when I moved here, I never wrote with anybody. Um, and I don't know, it's, being a, it's, it's, it's mostly finding a connection with other writers to where you can open up on that level. Yeah. Because whether you, whether you we all can open up, but it's like you, you're not going to really put yourself out there unless you're comfortable around people. So finding that took a while. Um, but I've got, I've got a pretty solid group of boys that I write with now that we get some good rides out. Like Ethan, Matthew McSwain and all, and, uh, Landon McGee, like Georgia boy thrown in there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. man, we, we've been writing some really good music, man. I'm excited for it. Matthew McSwain's awesome. Ethan's doing awesome, dude. Those, um, and Logan too, man. He's, he writes, I live with him. So anytime there's a write and he's home, I'm like, yo, write with us. So it's like, it's, it's fun, man. We haven't had a, we really haven't had a bad song come out of our new apartment. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like living with a co-writer? Like you're living with a guy that's also doing the music thing. Like that's gotta be pretty cool. Uh, it is. And at the same time, I, me, myself, I'm like, I have to shut off sometimes. Like, I have to disconnect. Yeah. So, and, and you know Logan. Like, he's everywhere. So, it's like. Kid, kid hustles. Yeah. yeah, you know Logan. He's, yeah. He's like, over here, like, over here, he's, you know, painting a Picasso over here. And over here, he's, like, making beats. And over here, he's, dude, you got to listen to this hook, man. And he'll sing it for 45 <laughs> minutes, you know. And I'm like. He's like, what do you think about that? I'm like, man, that's great, dude. Like, I really like it. Like, you want to write it right now? He's like, no, man. I'm like, well, come on, man. <laughs> oh, I got to go finish the Picasso. Yeah, he's like, man, I, everywhere. He's like, I got work. I'm like, I, I didn't know he was a painter. No, I'm, I'm oh, joking. Like, saying, he's not a painter. I'm just saying, say, like, that's, thought, some, that's some stuff he would go yeah, do, man. Yeah. He'd come home with a canvas or something like that. And and just, yeah. Do something. Yeah, he's, but I'm the same way. I'll come home with, like, $100 worth of fishing stuff one day and then come home with like a new guitar the next day and like oh I'm you know what I mean I'm just everywhere if that makes sense and then my my phone's a mess like as far as hooks and stuff yeah. like I I feel bad for anybody who ever has to go through that <laughs> one day <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That's crazy. When you when you build that up, because I know Tyler, you you got some you got stuff on your phone. Ethan yeah. and Dave, I think one of them's at the point of having trying to. There's a way that they're like having folders within it, and there's so many now. And so for some writers, like I've upgraded my them. iCloud account twice now. Oh jeez, yeah, oh, like yeah, I'm just, paying like ten dollars a month now. Yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm paying ins- like a terabyte. Yeah, it's insane. Just in extra storage for for that and stuff. The, and dude. That that scares me. Everything being on my phone, like, cause Memorial Day, my my phone got trashed. Oh, what happened? I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, I, the, I woke up and like it wouldn't turn on. There was no sign of water damage. And then I put it in rice, and the next day I pulled it out and it was fogged completely up. And I was like, oh, okay, shit. that's what happened. It, some it got dropped in water at some point, which was an X, and it was supposed to be waterproof. But I literally, I have, I lost everybody's number. They're water resistant. That's yeah. the thing. They they're like. <laughs> They came out with the whole waterproof thing, and then they had to like come back and be like, "Actually, guys, like it's this water, water resistant." Yeah. I but learned that lesson. If you got like a cracked quick. screen or something like that, like you're just screwed. Yeah, dude. There's um, oh, absolutely for for that. Like the phone is important. Yes, the phone is very important. I, my life is on my phone. Do you ever do you ever write with your phone like over text with somebody or like? I try not to do that because I'm not. There's no emotion through text. I'm such like a. I don't know. It's if like. The the mood's not there in the room. Like, I'm gonna struggle with the write. So it, trying to write over text, like videos back and forth. I've I've, I've tried that, but I've never just wrote a phone over yeah. text. I'm trying to be in the room. You ever done a Skype session? Uh, I've have not. Those are always fun, especially like whenever the connection's starting to lag and yeah. all. Like, but no, like uh, <laughs> I did that with a few buddies that live out in Texas. Like. You just go on Skype or FaceTime and you start writing and you get in like Google Docs so that you mm-hmm. can like see what each other's okay. writing. So it's all live. Yeah. yeah, it's all live. Like it's like kind of like they're in the room. But, you know, it's one of those things where I can be sitting at the table here and be wearing like a suit top and like pajama bottoms. Yeah. You know, it's great. I mean, I've I've wrote a few songs in, in just like some shorts, you know, so it's just like. You come to my house. You're in my house now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, we chilling. So, so what's going on for you right now? In terms of music, what, what, is, uh, what, what is we're midway through 2019. What's yeah. how's it been, and what's going yeah, forward? It's going, man. Everything takes forever, dude. When you're by, like I, you know, it's me. Like I've I've got you know the best support in the world, but as far as like just having like a team, you know, it's just me. So yeah. everything it's slow, hard to get that ball rolling. But like I, I moved here. Two years ago, so I started a campaign, a fan-funded campaign. I funded an EP. Um, I've been working on that for two years, and uh, I'm getting ready to start the last song of that EP. So it'll be out at the end of the before the end of this year. All right, Excited for that. dude, yeah. that's that's awesome. So you got it's five your, songs. Um, you got them two all of which I've already released, which was "Still Ain't Me." Yep, and. Uh, <laughs> Which is still ain't me and um dang it. Dead gummit. Yeah, your pen got me. <laughs> hey, hey, this is in the round. That that it kind of shit me. happens, dude. It this, got this me. Stuff, this that, that stuff happens. <laughs> I don't have to look up my own song right now, man. <laughs> we got him. Yep, you got me. Get you alone. Yeah, Dude, I've been talking so much of my music here recently, like back and forth with songs. I have another song called "Can't Quit You" well, what, that I'm getting ready to release. Well, well, those two. How long ago did you write them? Um, I wrote "Get You Alone" right when I moved here. Um, it, it's about a girl I met when I moved yeah. here. Um, uh, and I, 
so far everything I also so far everything I've released I wrote by myself. And this um, so this is going back. So see, you're not a super fault for forgetting the name of a song. You write so much. Yeah. It it kind of it kind of happens, and then and you stop playing them at rounds because you want to play the new shit. Yeah, you're I start playing the new about stuff. You know, which which I'm you know I'm getting a set. You know, I'm getting some stuff together right now. So this I'm about to be playing these songs a lot. So yeah. which is exciting. Um, but yeah, I wrote "Get You Alone." I released it in 2018, so last year, yeah. early, early last year. Um, and then I wrote "Still Ain't Me." Uh, probably, I don't know, probably about a year and a half ago, I wrote that song. Okay, that song about killed me, man. That one took me like two years to write. Really? Yeah. What, was, what was the initial idea on that? Uh, a really bad heartbreak, man. Like in the the just the essence of everything that happened, like. I couldn't, there was no way I could relate that. Nobody else could relate to that song the way I did in the depth that I wanted to bring it. Just, it's kind of like a, I want you to hear this song type of song that I put out. So is that hard to put it? Is that hard to put it out though? Because it's like that personal of a song. Um, Cause you've talked about that Tyler about having like a notebook or something of like really deep personal songs that are like, okay, these are for me, but you have that. It was, it was, I mean, to think about it in the big picture, it seems like it would be pretty tough. You know, you're putting, you know, there's so, like, so much of me is in this song. Like, literally, like, the day I finished this song, I had a complete mental meltdown in my house. And I was home alone, dude. Like, like full, I had to call my mother to calm down. And wow. she was like, what is going on with you? I was like, I just finished this song. Like, it was the most emotional moment of my entire life, finishing wow. this song, dude. That was wow. a, that also right there was also like a pivotal moment in my career where I was like, I've never in my life felt this way about one single thing, ever. And the fact that like it took me, I, I mean, I called my girlfriend at the time after I talked, still trying to like just chill. Like yeah. I, my heart was racing, like I was just shaking. Like I mean, when you spend two hours like trying to put, or two years, yeah, two years trying to put that much emotion into three minutes. And you finally finish something like that. I don't know, man. It just, oh, it's, it, it, I don't know. I can't explain it. Like, it's just, it, I'm glad nobody was there to see that. Like, it, it was bad. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had a moment like that where you're like, holy shit? I've had moments where, like, I've had to, like, you know, I was sitting there and I'd have something happen and have to, like, step out, you know, like, I'd be writing and, like, I'd get into it really. And, like, I have to, like, I don't know, I'd bring myself out of it just to, like, take a breather. Because, like, you can dive so deep and you can get so deep that, like, you got to come up for a breath every now and then. So I've had that where I've had to just be like, all right, this is it for the day. Like, yeah. I know I could finish this right now. And 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 I would have probably got to that point had I finished the song then. Yeah. But it was, like, one of those things where I was like, all right, like, I got I to gotta take a breath or else, like, yeah, this is going to get okay. way too deep. And that's, you know, and part of it taking so long to write was like the process of getting over the the girl herself, you yeah. know, and like until, until like I got to the point where, you know, I was completely over her. I couldn't finish the song like because I didn't know where the song was going to go. And I was literally I, I was working at BB King's at this point in time downtown and I had like 45 minutes to spare before I had to leave for work. And I had been sitting on the first verse and a chorus of this song for almost a year and a half, like just sitting on it. I've messed with it probably hundreds of hours and never got anything that I just absolutely loved. And I sat down and I finished this entire song right then. It just came out of me. Just I was just like, I'm going to go down there. I sat down and started playing around with things. 
and it just came right out, dude, and I just lost it. Like, just completely lost it. What were you, um, what were you doing at BB King's working? Mm. I was working the front door of BB hey, King's. Hey, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a front door guy now, so I feel you. They were pretty, they were pretty more laid back yes. down that yeah. end of the road. But. Yeah, no, yeah, down, down there on uh, second. Something you were telling me about, um, you, so you're big into hunting. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of you guys I've learned down here. You're hey, man, play, playing baseball, and you're really big in the in the shooting shit, and then eating it at a later date, and doing cultivation things like that. Um, or hunting stuff. You were saying something cool that you're working on. We were outside before. Oh yeah. Before the show. So I had a buddy hit me up, um, and they're they're putting together a hunt this this fall with some wounded warriors, like some uh, wounded veterans. It's oh, that's be, awesome. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's gonna be at White Oaks Duck Woods in uh, Arkansas, so it's gonna be. Oh, I got to hunt great. there last year, and that place is insane. It Yo, is- I'm not gonna lie, I was in Iowa and um, like Southern Missouri this weekend, and we went through the Ozarks and all. Yo, like I'd love to go out there for a hunt. That place. Oh yeah, I got to see a deer out there, and like never seen something that big. Oh and yeah, it's the summer. deer and the. I feel like the deer like. Up there, up in that area, get so big because people don't hunt them like that. We well, hunt not only that, but like, like I, they do, but like at least where I'm from, like you duck hunt. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you deer hunt when there's no ducks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that's very fair. But that's super cool that you're getting to that you're going to be a part of that. Oh, I'm excited, man! And any any time I get a chance to, you know, get. I could not imagine not being able to go hunt. You know what I mean? Like, and anytime you you are able to give that feeling back to somebody or give somebody that feeling for the first time, have you ever have you ever killed a deer? I have not. You haven't? I have not. Man, have you? He's a Yankee. Uh, yeah. W- would you though? Oh, like, I totally would. Yeah, I want like, to experience that that buck fever that people talk dude, about. Dude, like the the feeling you get before something like that. It, I mean, it's like writing, like, it's similar to the feeling that I get from writing songs, man. It, it, it just overcomes your entire body. It's insane. It's, it, I can't I get excited thinking about it. So man. How about this in the fall? I do own a shotgun now. Um, how about we, we go out and try to, you take me, you take me on my first song, Jody Chapel. I could probably do that, man. Yeah. yeah. And then Tyler can come and just laugh yeah. and make I could jokes probably, about the Yankee I could probably get, first song. I could probably put you on some ducks. I got, I got the ducks on lock, I feel okay. like. As far as the deer, I, I, uh, no, that's, that's fine. Hey, hunting's hunting. If there's a, even if it's a squirrel in the backyard with a BB gun, that's <laughs> still hunting, right? So, so whatever, whatever the hell, um, whatever the hell. Um, that's called killing. Hunting's actually like looking for something, you oh, know? Yeah. Looking and waiting. Lots of waiting, right? Yeah. Lots of waiting. Lots that's the thing of I love about duck hunting, though, man. Jelly. Like, you don't have to be quiet. Yeah. You can, like, I mean, you can do whatever. You can scream, holler, whatever. But, I mean... The whole process, the whole point of seeing the duck and killing the duck game, but like sometimes it's pretty quick. Sometimes you know you gotta work with them a little bit, but it, it's a lot of camaraderie that goes along with waterfowl hunting that really drew me to it more than so much deer hunting. I guess you yeah. Could say. With uh, with being out in the woods and all, do you find yourself right out there, like being out in nature and just being um, away from the city and not having to like hear the hustle and bustle, just being out in nature absolutely. and being quiet. Like, I mean, I go home just to do nothing. Yeah. Just to sit there and listen sometimes, you know. Like, I'll go to my grandparents' house, and they have this long gravel driveway on this pond out in the middle of Troy, Tennessee, like in the middle of nowhere. And, like, you just sit on your tailgate, you know, if, if the mosquitoes don't carry you away, and just sit there and yeah. just chill and listen. You never know what you're going to hear, too. It's just, just 
pulls everything away from you that you would get living in Nashville, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's Cooper. Cooper, yeah, the, the pod dog, is, he's doing very but well. We just moved episode. now, man. I kind of get that there. We moved to this place called, like, it's called Rivertop Nashville. It's off of yeah. Charlotte Pike. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a it's a climb. It's probably 500 feet at the hilltop. It's huge. It's way up there. Like, I can see downtown from my balcony. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't hear everything I'm seeing. I hear the woods around me. That's so awesome. So when I sit on my balcony, I don't I don't hear horns. I don't hear cars. I hear crickets and cicadas and stuff like that. I'll, and the spiders, which I'm not a big fan of. But not a spider no. guy? Oh, heck no, bro. <laughs> heck no. Me, who me is Logan. a spider guy? Like, really, though, who is a spider guy? I mean, I guess down here it's a bit more understandable because the spiders that you guys have down here are, like, massive, right? Like, you guys I, have, like, crazy I, big I, I try not to kill them right now because they're, like, full of eggs. And if you kill one full of eggs, you're not going to kill all of the little baby spiders. Yeah. So we've been like flicking them like off our porch with a brush or something. But I, I don't know if it's the same spider coming back. But it at least four or five like spiders bigger than a quarter that are full of yeah. eggs, dude. And I'm like, when I see one of these in this apartment, we're moving. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> or they, we're gonna burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so when you're when you're sitting out in the backyard or just hanging out, I'm sure you're listening to music at times too. Like there's parts where you're jamming or you're in the car listening to stuff. Are you a Spotify guy, Apple Music guy, or do you kind of have them both? Um, man, I I hate I, I got Spotify right now, but all the all the backlash on Spotify right now yeah, scares me. But, I don't really yeah. know enough about it. Yeah, I feel I, like I should, but I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah, yeah, no. My my reason for asking isn't as much that. It's more so like, so if you open your Spotify right now, all something right. that we do from time to time. Tell us what you got on your recently uh, on your recently Let's played. See. Yeah, what's your recent played and what's your heavy rotation? Okay. You don't want to hear what... All right, my heavy rotation right now is Co Wetzel. Okay. I'm a huge Co Wetzel yeah. fan. I just like... That new no, album is amazing. Absolutely. Dude, dude. I like the no filter. Like yeah. The no filter is... I, I love that. Um, I have my own playlist here called Lit to This. <laughs> 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 That's what I listen to a lot of. And it, it's got um, Trippy Red and people, like, a lot of rap on it. I yeah. listen to yeah. a lot of rap. Um, let's see who else is on here. Um, this is kid out of Memphis that I listen to a lot. His name's Dirty Perk. He's a white boy, and he's really, really good. <laughs> he's so good. Like if you if you're a hip hop person at all, you should really okay. Y'all should listen to him. Let's see what else I got here. Um, there's this band I listen to a lot called Boys of Fall, and I'm pretty sure they're out of uh, Georgia. Okay. But they're like a, a Day to Remember type vibe. Okay, like yeah, I, I was a huge Day to Remember. Kid. Yeah, like I love the, yeah. like stuff like that. All right, what was the other one? Heavy rotation. What recently, recently played? played. Let's see, okay, recently played uh, that new Josh Miranda song. Have y'all listened to it? I have not. It's called Morning. I have not. I listened to it this morning. It's pretty good. Um, let's see. You got Cooper going over there, bud. I got in the round on here. Hey, hey. yeah, right there. I was listening to uh, Brent's yesterday. Okay, yeah, awesome. Uh, Hanson. I was vibing to some Hanson the other day. Some Hanson? Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. I don't... Have you, have you ever listened to the Hansons? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Like, their older stuff, like, some of the... Like, the music itself, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in there, like, organs and bongos and... I, I vibe it's just to something it. different, yeah. There's Co again. I got Ethan on here. All right. Brothers Osborne. Big what bro- Brothers Osborne. What Brothers Osborne song? 
Uh, the whole Port Port St. Joe album. Okay, that Dude, whole yeah. album. We got yeah. it on vinyl at the house. Oh shit! Yeah, it's 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 wearing thin probably by this point. We just flip it all day long. Yeah, just back and forth. The and then the Eagles. That's that's always yeah. you will always see recently Eagles on my recently played all the time. I love how uh, for Brothers Osborne they always like my favorite songs are the ones that they just like jam out on. So like stay a little longer. Uh, shoot me straight, like those ones that they just like play out. Yeah, like dude, shoot yeah, me I, straight. How they I got break a song that, down. that uh that I wrote with Ethan and Dave that I'm getting ready to go in the studio with. It's gonna have a jam in it. Like, okay. oh, yeah. oh yeah, like I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah and I've dude. been I've been talking with Matt, my producer, this whole time, like trying to write this song that I can just jam out in for like 45 seconds to even a minute, maybe like just rock out. And yeah. finally wrote it, dude. It's called Mine and Our Own. Yeah, I've I've heard yeah, it. Yeah, it's a dude, I'm so excited. I've heard, now speaking of um of songs, we always wrap this up with somebody playing an original. Yeah. Uh what song do you want to play for us? And what what's the song about? Uh I'll play Mine and Our Own. Oh shit, yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's my jam, dude. So you wrote that with with a two I wrote one? it with Ethan Willis and Dave Hangley, yeah. Yeah, and what was that? What was the mindset going into that right and how uh, that song come to be? We wrote um in I think it's Studio B or something like that over there. I'm not sure where it was. It was a studio Ethan was able to use for a little while. Um, I met them there. I mean, I had um, the first verse of this song. I had the verse in my phone. No melody, nothing. It was just a thought I had in my head one night about this. uh... Excuse me. (laughs) That's a butt heavy. (laughs) It's a a thought I had uh, about the spot that we used to party at like we used to go throw down at this place dude and it was just this abandoned house on this like by this old like creek that ran into this pond nobody was ever there we would just drive the gate over if it was like chained up we would rip it down nobody ever bothered us so we had this forever and we got in the room and and, uh, Dave played this riff and I was like keep playing that and I just kept sitting there and I just muttered out this stuff I had in there. Like, did you just write that? It's like, no, I've had this for a while and I've been waiting to use it. And like, we're about to write it right now. We wrote it in like an hour and a half. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I sat on it for a little bit. It took me a minute to learn it. Like yeah. the riff. I'm not the most. It's swampy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very swampy. swampy. I'm not like the most talented guitar player either. Like I play enough, I feel like to write. But as far as me breaking down on on some frets down here. No, that you ain't going to get that out of me, but it took me a while. When I learned it, I was like, this is a jam and started playing it more. I'll sing it at home as loud as I can. I'm like, I'm going to rock out to this. Showed it to my producer and he freaked. He was like, never done anything like this. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. And you'll be jamming here in a, in a second. And, um, where can people go to find out, find out some more about you? Um, I'm on Instagram. That's where you're going to keep up with me the most. Uh, Jody Chapel underscore official now. I feel like music's pretty pretty swamped out there. There's yeah, a lot of music's yeah. out there. So I don't know. I kind of change it up. I've noticed when I change things like that, sometimes it'll draw people to my page. Yeah. So Instagram, Jody Chapel underscore official. Um, I got Facebook, Jody Chapel Music. Um, don't try to add me on my actual Facebook. <laughs> you get people that try to do that all the time? Like, is yeah, that a pretty dude, common just, thing? Like, unless I like have met you, I'm just, I've just, I hate Facebook. 
I hate it, man. Just all, all the BS. Just the personal stuff yeah. that Facebook can expose of you. Like, I've gone back and just deleted everything, yeah. you know? I, and then that's really, I got Snapchat and stuff, but I don't use it. Like, yeah. So, yeah, just Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I think I'm funny yeah. on Twitter. Twitter. Jody C. Tyler, music. Tyler, you do this. You, if you follow him on Twitter, pull up. I'm not a Twitter guy at all. <laughs> I want I want to hear, before we wrap this thing up, uh, I want to hear some uh, some Jody Chappell tweets. Oh, I got to look at these. Of Jody Chappell Twitter. I don't know if you can look at I'm like, a late night tweeter. So, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Jody C. Music? Yeah, that's me. Oh, shit. Here we go. Hey, just do my tweets. I'll do the retweets. The tweets are funny. All right. This man <laughs> just said, I'm going to tell her to come back over and get her stripped back. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Retweet. Or do you got one? If call her daddy comes out of her mouth, all interest is gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yes, I hate that podcast, man. Yeah. That- yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really. I'm a big Barstool guy. I'm a big. I am big, too, but like, so, like, I love part of my take, and I love like the Yankees want they do, and oh, this is a good all one. those guys. <laughs> but yeah, that one not a huge. If fan. all you're gonna do is give me the go around, I don't want it. Hashtag reach arounds. <laughs> Hashtag reach arounds. Oh fuck yeah! Oh lord. I'm telling y'all, man. I, I like Twitter. I feel like you can kind of you can kind of say whatever you want to on Twitter and get, get away with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that open that open space. And if somebody don't like what I'm tweeting, they don't have to follow me. You know, like I don't have <laughs> many followers. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good one. My roommate looks like somebody tried to draw Morgan Wallen from memory. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Logan. Oh, that's Logie. Oh, no. I can see it, though. That's oh, the yeah. really fucked up part. It, oh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> oh, we love you, Logan. I you got them big, dirty mosquitoes. That's that's the truth right dude, there. That night, I, dude, I have never. Wait, which one? That, where we played at that redneck. Oh, dude. Range, what, oh, I don't, whatever it was, dude. In Montgomery, dude, yes. that was rough. Ooh. Yeah, talk about your weekend real quick, Tyler. Um... Yeah, we were in Des Moines. And when you say we, who are you on the road with? I'm on the road with Muscle and Bloodline. We were on the road. Uh, we played Des Moines uh, Thursday, and then we played the music, uh, the Windy City Smokeout on Friday, which is Chicago. Huge ass barbecue festival. Like we were the opening band, we started the festival, so we were playing like Friday at like 3 p.m. And there was like. Still like two, three thousand people there. Chicago's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. I uh, want to travel there bad. Dude, Chicago was so good. And it was like 77, like perfect oh, weather, yeah. dude. It was not like Alabama where it was like 108 and swampy. Like, dude. Shout out that venue real quick in Alabama. Dude. Uh, the wild redneck. You told me it was one of the uh, wildest. I was scenes. there that weekend. Yeah. Man. yeah. And that what, was, was, what was that venue called? Do you remember? Uh, that is Range 18 something? Range 231. 231. Range. Yeah. It's, Dude, it's, it's you, a knockoff top golf. You go in the so it's green a, room. So it's a driving range bar concert the, venue. The dude, green room is literally called the titty room. Yes, and they have portraits of boobs on the wall. And dude, the best part is there's trace tits on the wall where they would trace them out, and girls would sign it. They would trace yeah. their tits on and the like, wall. And sign like it's it. not just the wall. Like there was one on the ceiling. Like there's oh, yeah. some on the like the Red Bull fridge. Like it was all over the place. Over under fifteen mullets in the crowd. Uh. Over. Over. <laughs> Easy. Yo, listen, we didn't... So y'all played third. There was four people for that. Y'all played third. Y'all had a good slot. 
By the time we took the stage at 11, 15 p.m., they'd been drinking since 6. Dude, they, there was some Yo. drunk. Dude, the, the guy that owns it said the answer to all y'all's questions is yes. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole vibe that night was exactly that. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, man. That was, I'm from Alabama. And that was some redneck backwoods shit. Yeah, no. I felt right at home, though. So I told told everybody, I was like, yeah, I feel right at home. I mean, I felt at home, but also (laughs) at the same time, like, that was another level of what I'm usually used to. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I was was lucky to be. I was with uh, 641. I was helping them out that weekend, selling some merch for them. Yeah. You, were, you were just talking about who your first friend was, who one of your first, the guy that got, really got you out here, T. Yeah. Phillips. <laughs> similar, similar kind of story there. He started out selling merch. Yeah. When he first absolutely. got here, he was on the, yeah, on the was, road with Kelly Pickler and then and, I think uh, Craig Campbell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now he's, dude, he's so, he's so successful. You, right learn, you learn a lot when you go out on the road with people. Yes. You, you, the road you, also opens up your creativity because like. 100%. Because you're dude, surrounded by creatives that you yeah. know, most of the time you're vibing with. Yeah. So you're flourishing in your own mental state there. So, it, but also like just like this weekend, even like driving through about thirty hours of fields, like it was beautiful country. But like also at the same time, you're just like, all right, there's another field. Like great. Like I got to do something to keep from going insane here. And then you break out your phone and the guitars come out and yeah, <laughs> there's a right yeah. on the road. Oh shit, man. Oh. But hey, man, thank you so much for, oh, for dude, coming this has on. Been great, man. Taking the, thank you all for having me, dude. It was awesome, and um, you're more than welcome to come back on anytime. You got hey, buddies that come into town. I know we're going to be getting your buddy Matt McSwain on. Oh, at, for real? Um, at some point, good. Yeah, we'll get we'll yeah. get him. I, I'm that, a huge fan, man. That's the next guy, and I know he's a big fan of this podcast. So shout out to you, Matty McSwain, for for listening to Matthew. He goes by Matthew McSwain, yeah. which I go, my name's Matthew, but I go by Matt. So a little bit different. Matthew but, McSwain, but man. Dude, dude's a badass. He needs to get here to Nashville. Absolutely. If you're listening to this, Matthew McSwain, you need to get your ass to Nashville and do what Jody's if done. If you hear this, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, listen to me, Matthew, the voice in your head. Um, but dude, uh, thank you so much. You guys check him out. Jody Chapel underscore official. Official. Just, just official. Jody no C underscore. Music on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's where the fans are. Yeah. If you really want to get to know me, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us along at In The Round Podcast on Instagram, In The Round on Facebook. We've got a YouTube channel as well. Uh, you got at Matt Burrill, at just a wandering Tyler, because he's wandering around cornfields in a Sprinter van now. But um, you guys jump on, follow us along, make sure you subscribe, review, rate, whatever you want to do. We want to get some more reviews up there. We don't got any reviews in I terms was, of listed. Like, I want those crazy Amazon reviews on the podcast. Like, I want to see, like, crazy... Like, funneling Niagara Falls through a coffee straw type stuff? <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yes! That's the kind of shit I want. So if you're listening out there, and you're getting right, and having a few, or, or lighting up, or doing something while you listen to this, I want to hear what's in your head. Write a review in the comment section. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode. Now, without further ado, gonna let Jody grab at that guitar, minding our own. Absolutely. Here we, our own. here we go. Here's Jody Chapel minding our own. You've been listening to the In the Round podcast. Out past the holler, creek runs through the woods. There's a break in the trees right where that old house stood. Burnt down in 05 Every now and then There's still light Just like tonight Just a few 
ash and burn too Yeah, we're living it up while we get down to John Minding our own Minding our own Been our spot for three years now. Ain't no fence gonna stop our crowd. We're risk takers, hell raisers. You can't keep us out. You can't keep us out. No. Just a few kids, a few trucks, these seven new ones all lifted up out here to have fun. Out here bothering no one. Keg of beer, big bright more little. Johnny Cash to burn too. Yeah, we're living it up while we get down to John's Minding our own Minding our own Just minding our own, can't keep us out, ain't going home. Don't push your luck, we're just minding our own. Down to John Minding our own 